0: They can't say that we didn't do a week of everyday QFTA lives, can they? They can try, but they'd be wrong. You're damn right, that's the case. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the Tim McKernan Show podcast, QFTA Daily? Yeah, for real. It really is. Uh, here on uh, from the Longo Big Studios, my name is Timothy Michael McKernan. That's Jackson Burkett. This is the Tim McKernan Show. It's its own separate podcast feed, right? Yeah. Pepper and Jeannie would glom on to the TMA podcast feed. Yeah, yep, yeah, that was the But case. there was talk here to put the Tim McKernan Show and Balloon Party all on the TMA podcast feed.
1: So it's all, so if you have the TMA app,
0: uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh.
1: you can access TMA mm-hmm, podcast, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tim McKernan Show podcast, and the Balloon Party but podcast. But it doesn't
0: glom on to the podcast. I think it should.
1: Hmm. It's interesting. I like, but the art's been discussed. But the artwork being different, I think, is important.
0: And well, the pepper was. Was there Pepper and Genie artwork? No, I thought there was that little like sketch of the two of them.
1: There was that, but that was because there was no because it was a part of the TMA podcast feed. It didn't get separate artwork, so that would be, we be running into the same issue if we attached the Tim McKernan show and Balloon Party to all the same. Very feed. Interesting.
0: Very interesting. Yeah. We're living in an interesting times. This show today. Uh, this is the one I wanted. Hell yeah! It's erotic story time. Mm-hmm. I think it might be more of a question. I've received three emails on this, and uh, the person wants to remain anonymous. I I think you believe me, but I, I worry now since we're on camera. I can't just do what I used to do. Yeah. That. So you see, this is high risk. Can you see? And I'm. Gl- yep. Okay. Yep. yep. I saw it. Okay. And I haven't read this long email that you just saw, so I'm going to read chronologically on how this started.
1: All right, let's do it.
0: All right, are you ready? Born. And the people are in the YouTube chat. That's great. People are here. You know, here we are. Uh, and somebody said, "Sub KG, I see you. But KG in O-Town was in here moments ago.
1: Uh, we have an overhead camera right there. That's a drone. And it's not totally, what's the word I'm trying to use here? Because what shows up is the TMA, a uh, little, commercial break screen
0: Uh, and
1: it's almost fully opaque but it's a touch transparent so you can kind of see like the outlines of people So KG, standing where he was, was in view.
0: I see. So he was just... I don't even know what he was doing. We were bullshitting.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure. But always great to see him.
0: All right, fair enough. So KG in O-Town wasn't here. He has vacated the premises. Uh, Jackson and I are in the Longo Big studios. Thank you to Longo Bigs for their sponsorship of the studios. They're online at longobigs.com. Thank you to James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency. Online at carltoninsurance.net. He's my insurance agent, Jackson. And then uh, also, of course... Uh, thank you to Jamie Burkhardt, Clayton Patterson, and uh, Peter Munganast, and then Ryan Seiberg in the service department at Munganast, St. Louis Acura, and Munganast, Burkhardt, Alton, Toyota. Design Air Heating and Cooling, that's the great Seth Goldcamp online at designairservice.com. And now he's got an NIL deal, NIL deal with uh, Brady Cook, online uh, at designairservice.com. And it's going to snow tonight. Did you see that? Did you know that? Really? Yeah, I just went on the bike. because I, I, I went to the rain. Hold on. Are you okay, Prince? What the hell no, happened I here? I drive a
1: sedan. I don't like snow.
0: Oh, well, you got big plans tonight, even though you just told the people on one oh one ESPN you lied to them. No. You said you were gonna lay low when in reality you're going to Napoli. <laughs>
1: no. Uh no. It's I just in general. Sixty
0: percent chance of snow starting at eight o'clock tonight.
1: All right. As long as it's not like a downpour and it's gonna be hard to drive.
0: That's fine. Ooh, snow in the forecast three snowflakes over the next uh eleven days. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Well we're due for it, so uh, so yeah if you run into a furnace issue designairservice.com with great Seth Goldcamp, Mark Hanna of Evergreenwell Strategies I did go right by his office yesterday because I went to Grassi's
1: oh I, I I hit that on, uh, on a Wednesday One did you get <laughs> Brando <laughs> uh, I always go with the veal parm sandwich
0: I sometimes go with the meatball I sometimes go with the roast beef yesterday okay. I went with the roast beef yeah that's good uh, and uh, Mark Hanna's online at evergreenstl.com and uh, I think that checks all my uh, sponsors who make this po- podcast possible. My wife's like, why are you doing this every day? And I go, I, I, honestly, I don't I don't necessarily, there's really, Todd Bono, I recall, because he's a St. Gabriel guy. Maybe he wasn't in my brother's class. I don't know. Br- was Brad in my brother's class? Was Brad in Danny's class and Todd in Kevin's class? Uh, Doug? <laughs> but he asked that question yesterday in the YouTube chat, and I welcome questions in the YouTube chat, and I want your participation in the YouTube chat once this thing gets presented, mm. uh, this quandary. Um, your feedback, uh, loyal listeners and viewers, on youtube.com slash why uh, and Why we're doing this? I, 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 there isn't, there is not, there's, but I, if I'm a listener, and I as a listener know that me, as in me, literal, the literal me now, play things close to the vest that I might be making some kind of play, I would assume when I don't give you an answer that there must be some kind of play. I wouldn't blame you for that. So then it it disappoints me, I suppose, that I don't necessarily have an explanation for it outside of I enjoy doing it. And I'm like, why not yeah, do it
1: we're capable of doing yeah it daily, so why not do it
0: and and if now listen if, if nobody downloads it nobody watches it well then you go okay we don't have a market for it let's move on we put the puck on the net we didn't score but if there's a following then you do it and now i'm noticing more and more emails which is wonderful yep. but uh i just enjoy doing it
1: yeah and people can can enjoy their lunch at their desk and watch us and settle
0: in yeah it's a good time so anyway here we go uh all right here here it comes This is a real scenario in my life. My wife recently asked if I wanted to have a threesome. The deal is I can have an MFF if, yes, you're right, she can have an MMF after. My wife and I will both be part of each threesome. Right off the bat, I don't want to see another gentleman fuck my wife. Yeah. But I also don't want to be a hypocrite because I will be fucking another woman. Mm-hmm. What would you do, Tim and Jackson? Please don't use last name on air. <laughs>
1: Please, like with the begging emoji. I
0: know. God, how brutal would that be? Yeah, right. That's like, I worry about that more than like saying fuck on yeah, for real. TMA or 101. Can yeah. you imagine I said fuck on 101? Holy shit. <laughs>
1: I've never had to use the dumb button there, so...
0: I don't know how I haven't cussed in 20 years. That's a... That's, we're going to go down the... <laughs> I'm not going to let it happen today. I'm going to stick to to this uh, this email. Um, then he had a follow-up yesterday. So he sent that at 12.02 yesterday, then sent this at 12.13, and then the new one that I haven't read yet is longer that gives context. Oh, this, is, this has nothing to do with... This has to do with something that has nothing to do with uh, the threesome. Um, so then... This was today at 1034. Let me give you a little more content on the threesome situation since I heard you mention you were going to talk about it today on the show. He heard me talking about mm. talking about on TMA. Me and my wife, we are not actually married, but we've been together for a number of years. We have two children together. Um, when we first got together, we actually did have a threesome. We had been out drinking earlier with my wife's friend, We'll call her Lauren in quotes. It's not her real name, all right. So it's not a real name, Jackson. Don't go looking up Lauren. Got it. We were ba- Let me read this. We were bar hopping in the neighborhood, and had taken some Molly. Oh wow! Just because we wanted to party. Fast forward to the good part. All three of us end up back at my house in the kitchen to drink and listen to music after the bars closed down. I eventually got tired of listening to music in the kitchen. And suggested to my wife, we go to bed. She was not ready to go to bed, and suggested that we have sex first. Yeah, cut and dry. Yeah, I mean, you know, can there be build up? Sure. Was there build up there? No. Lauren's ears perk up, and instantly says she wants to watch us bang. God, this is just so great. This, <laughs> this is why we do this. This is the answer when my wife asks me tonight. <laughs> On the off chance a guy writes in about a threesome, that's why I do it. Uh, Lauren's ears perk up, and instantly she says she wants to watch us bang. I'm down. My wife, quote-unquote, is down. Lauren is big-time down. I can't
1: wait to read what happens next. I have to tell you that.
0: We go to the living room, and me and my wife start to bang on the couch. Lauren gets naked and starts to finger herself. Yes, yes. Oral starts to happen where my wife and I are both going down on Lauren. I never ended up fucking Lauren, but the play lasted about 15 to 20 minutes. The play. I'm starting to think of, like, John Wilkes Booth, but I guess, like, the, the interaction. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was great, <laughs> and we all went to bed. The next morning... I could tell my wife was uncomfortable. I've been there with that part. Regrets, I've had a few. Not me. I'm on a high when I wake up from right. that shit. I right. wake up and like like after like a second, I, oh yeah, that happened. Right,
1: but the drugs have now worn off. Well, I'm not, what do you, what do you not, think? I'm a junkie? You. What are you saying, I'm pookie? No, yeah, what up, pook? Uh, no, uh, he said that they were on Molly.
0: Right. The next morning I could tell my wife was uncomfortable. Lauren at the time was her best friend. I would think that's so awkward, but we've gotten more of these where pe- the friends are involved.
1: Yeah, yeah. I th- Probably is most often what happens. I guess
0: this. so. Yeah, I just, like, I'm, you know, like, my wife's best friend is is attractive. Uh-huh. I mean, she's the one who was with uh, Lance Lynn for a period of time. You're not going out with, you know. Right. But I just I couldn't, not, not to say she's like, boy, I really hope, you know, <laughs> but I just can't, I just, I really couldn't, I'm, yeah. and I'm not saying that. I just really... Any comments? I know well, you're, you're at the very early stages of your man-in-love status, so well, I don't want to...
1: It's tough to view that person in that context when you've only viewed them as, like, your wife's best friend, which would make them so off-limits. It's not Yeah. Like, obviously, every woman, if the conversation of monogamy happens, every woman would be off-limits from there on out. But their best friend is, like, the most off-limits. But we've
0: got, when we talk about this, we'll get women writing in, but if you want to experiment you want to be comfortable with somebody and that's the reasoning.
1: Yeah, that's why I think a but lot. But this of is friends. about my
0: pleasure, okay?
1: Right, exclusively. Thank
0: you. No. And I would be uncomfortable. Okay. So right. therefore it's off the table. Nonetheless right. I'll continue to read. The next morning I could tell my wife was uncomfortable. Lauren at the time was her best friend. My wife basically states she regretted that we had that interaction with Lauren. She felt a little jealousy post threesome and we have hardly talked about it since. Lauren is no longer a friend.
1: Yeah, I heard I, I heard somewhere she said she was her best friend.
0: Ah, wow, look at you, Phil Ivy. Well, I didn't up, catch that. Picking it up. Lauren is no longer a friend, not due to the situation. Fast forward to January 1st, 2024. My wife tells me she would like to try a threesome again. We can both be involved in the arrangement of an MFF together after we have the MFF. FF she wants to be able to arrange an MMF. Like I said in my first email, I want the MFF and I want it bad and Jackson Bad was capitalized.
1: Mm, yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't necessarily want the MMF to see another gentleman possibly fuck my wife. I think you can take the possibly out of it candidly. Yeah, yeah. We haven't talked about the boundaries yet. I feel like a hypocrite if I say I want to enjoy two women, but you are not allowed to enjoy two men. What say you, boys? And we, it was spelled with a Z, so now you know that this is legit. Yeah, well, there it is. Uh, now I'm going to go to the YouTube chat. It's active, uh, and you can uh, get involved and participate. Uh, DH Galaxy—that's the my Galaxy guy. of Designated Hitters. I do
1: know that person.
0: That... How do you know all these guys? He... Was wasn't it wasn't yesterday like Noah the Hawk or something? <laughs> exactly DH galaxy
1: texted me following and said this I, I'm Dh galaxy that's a
0: good good dude uh, he, Dh galaxy is a no-go for me
1: yeah 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 that's that tracks now here,
0: here's the deal I already know your answer your answer is no my answer is yes chip it like yeah. <laughs> they get the chips in the middle right. I've got aces I know some people fold them pre right doesn't matter I might lose my Get them in. But here's the thing with me, and I think I'm in the minority. This is kind of like this time last week where we were talking about the Missouri-Ohio State game. And I'm going, I know I'm in the minority. I don't really care if Missouri wins. I don't really care if they lose. And that upsets some people. I was wondering reason. how you are going to loop that into this conversation. Yeah, how's it going back to the cotton bowl? <laughs> well, it's a recognition of I'm in the minority that I don't associate sex with emotion. I think I had that conversation on the podcast with Learn. I have no idea yeah. why Learn. We did. Yeah. Talk about because she was robots. talking about – she was – wanting to talk about experimenting. Right. And I said, yeah. And she looked at me, she goes, oh, really? And I go, yeah. Like, the fuck? You, th- the fuck do you think I am? You think <laughs> I give a fuck? Like, I mean, for real. But I recognize, and I would imagine most guys don't, but I don't care. I don't care. For example, story time. Would you like a story? You're Please. damn right you would. So I'm engaging in this foursome, me and my significant other and another couple. Girl, fawn. I don't So everybody's in one bet. I don't think anything of it. I really don't. Mm-hmm. I really don't. Now, maybe, maybe I should, but I don't. I don't in the slightest. And I, I wasn't on anything. I probably was intoxicated, but, you know, we could knock this out at one in the afternoon today and I'd be on board again. So I'm not blaming it on, uh, you know, any late night uh, proclivities. And then the girl says to me, now, I think this is kind of nefarious. I think this goes against the ethics of the situation because initially it was just basically girl-girl activity. Well, it wasn't just basically, it was. And she goes, ask her if it would be okay if you kiss me. And I'm like, oh, this was a, this wasn't what I was expecting. And honestly, as weird as this might sound, but this just shows my commitment to Girl Girl. <laughs> wasn't even on my mind. And honestly, yeah. I didn't even really want it because right. I'm Strictly Sapphos. Yeah, that's going to take That's you. actually my name on message boards. <laughs> <laughs> Gold member. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on Power Mizzou. It's Strictly Sapphos. <laughs> uh, and, and then I go, okay, sure. Why not? So she goes sure. I'm like, okay, fine. And then as things progressed, now there was no sex, but there was oral. So I got oral from her and then my significant other gave oral to the other gentleman. I couldn't have cared any less. Now I know for some of you that may rock your world. For me, I just, I truly don't care. Now, if that makes me in your eyes a bad person, a sociopath, whatever it is, fine with me, call it whatever it is. That's who I am. And I think it was, I personally think it was healthy. I think it was healthy for me because sure. I'm comfortable with it. Right now, let's let's take it down another. Let's say I'm in this in this spot, and there's there's four people in the bed. Me, I'm being one of, and and then let's say the other guy says, "How would you feel about making out with me, bro?" <laughs> Well, you know where I am on that. Well, yeah. that's not, well, I know you say, well, yeah, <laughs> but we're talking about like the fluidity of sexuality and people's comfort with it. Yeah. Or let's go back over here where the girl is, and if she said, how would you feel if I used a strap on? And I'd be like, that's fucking great. And then she goes, on you. And I go, I am. I'm fair catching now.
1: Yeah, right, right, right.
0: So it depends on everybody's comfort levels and their kinks. Yeah. And you know what we don't do on this podcast? We do not kink shit. We just don't. No. Refuse to. So I'm comfortable with it. All right, Jackson. I've answered it. Go ahead here. And now you're gonna you're gonna tread a lot more lightly, and that's fine. And I respect it because you're in the early stages of uh yeah. liking someone. Yeah. Whereas uh, my you know my my ship's been out on the waters of the sea of perverts for years.
1: <laughs> indeed, indeed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Personally, for me. I couldn't do, like, a situation where my significant other is having sex with someone else and I am there watching even if I'm participating. I just, I I couldn't, I would not, nothing about that to me sounds hot. And if that costs me the opportunity to have the less popular MFF, then
0: so be it. Okay, but what if she wants it, as obviously is the case with uh, this gentleman's significant other? If she wants the MFF? No, 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 no. She's willing to do the MFF. Right. But the deal is I got to get an MMF.
1: Okay. So my counter. Okay. And this is I'm shooting for the moon would be no on the MMF.
0: Well, I mean, I mean, yes. Okay. So that's then the she right says play. it's off the
1: table. Then okay, yeah. Then the score is settled.
0: So at that point, when she says no, then you're like, okay, that's good. Let's not do it. Yeah. Uh, but now you know. She wants to go DP. (laughs) Right. Right. Tinkers to efforts to chance, huh?
1: Right. And uh, yeah, that's something certainly to consider.
0: So now you know that that's there. And I look at her differently.
1: But I also know that she's willing. For the MFF. Okay. And you just keep that, you slide oh, that. You I know, Slide I agree that with in you. your back pocket. Oh, I know. And use God, that I mean, as, I, ac- as currency. I'd do
0: anything to go home this <laughs> afternoon and have this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I can't begin to tell you. Yeah. Now, I'd be stepping over Legos and shit, right. but it doesn't matter. It's all right. You'd step through anything. Oh, I'd be fine. <laughs> I'd be fine. I would love it. Yeah. yeah. So I'm completely comfortable with it. I just, I, I think for this particular gentleman, uh, what, if, if, if it's just like an absolute no, which I would think it is, and it's always a case by case, like who are we talking to? So I visualize the Tim McKernan show audience demographic being more like the TMA audience, yeah. and I could be wrong on that. I think you're so. Right. We're talking to like 20, 30, 40 somethings for the most part. That's the bell curve. Um, usually at least some college um, and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's who we're talking to. Yep. And if that is the case, then I would say. God, in 2024, I would say 75% would be instantaneous no because of the MMF. Yeah. I think some just wouldn't want the M. FF in general, and not that they would want the MMF, but they just like, oh, I don't want the MFF, well, so I don't really care. I was surprised by that. But again, we we talked about this one time, and, and Frank was following us at KFNS, and so you're starting to kind of get that audience, which isn't this audience, which right. is fine. I'm not mocking that audience. It's just a different audience. It's obviously more socially conservative. So there's that. And then I think you got about one out of five who would be good with it. That's where I think it is. That's where I am.
1: So I think, given that context, I would agree. Mm-hmm. But like, if the woman, the the
0: F, uh, Brad wants to know if buy stuff is required, I would imagine that's a no. But now, if that's the case, then that now we've just changed well, you things. the goalposts, yeah. right? Yeah, and it's a fair question, right? And then the M, I didn't, my, F- my understanding is that's not in play. Well, his issue was, he didn't say, I'm not looking to engage in oral with another gentleman. He said he was uncomfortable with the guy having sex with yeah. his wife.
1: Uh, and just to be, we'll make it uniform, the MFF, let's just say there's no sapphic play. Obviously not ideal, but we're going to make things all things equal. Now, I think I agree with you on those stats you give. If the woman involved in the MMF is your significant other, if it is two strangers, I bet much more guys would be cool with the M.
0: Oh, I agree math. with that. Okay, I agree with. I agree with that. Hundred yeah. percent, agree with yeah. that. Because so, if it's a significant other, yeah, that's. I the that's plan.
1: a huge X factor into this.
0: I, I guess I'm. I, I suppose at the root, if I were to, to try to like psychoanalyze this, I don't operate on the premise that what I I'm try imagine, especially like again on this audience, which I which I'm saying complimentary by the way, because I don't think it's an audience that like you know subscribes to dogma, mm-hmm. for lack of a better term. And therefore, you know, there's a little critical thought and, you know, awareness of dogma, awareness of dogma and also open mindedness, even if they are, let's say, religious or something or, you know, socially conservative, whatever it is. That once you are in a relationship or even married, you don't suddenly go, well, I no longer like to have sex with her. It's just not doesn't mean that you're doing it for the record. Yeah. But that just goes on. And so I think monogamy is antiquated and then it forces people into a situation that, especially if there's downside with personality or as time goes on, frustration with something else, it's like, my God, I got this whole deal. (laughs) Plus I don't have sex anymore. Yeah. And this is a fucking mess, but I'm stuck. So what am I going to do? Or you start having side projects and now you can, now you're, now you're Pandora's boxing. So that's where I'm coming from. Now, I don't have a solution for this, per se, because I don't, think, I don't think pragmatically an open relationship necessarily really, really works. I don't know. I've never been in one. And I'm talking about, like, if I said to my wife, hey, I got a date tonight. Yeah. You know, I just don't, I don't think that that, I don't right. think that that, I don't know. I'm sure there's some people in the audience who have been down that oh, road I'm or sure. are in that. Yeah. And that's different than, like, occasionally fucking around with other people, like going on dates. Like to me, emotionally, that's my, that's my wife. That's my significant other. But I don't tie the emotion into the sex Mm -hmm. because I know that I would happily have sex with millions of other women and not be like, hold on a second. I was able to achieve orgasm. I must not love my wife and therefore I'm a bad husband. I don't view it that way. But I also know that statement puts me in the minority. I also know most people would never ever say it, much less on a podcast. But then you get to the point of not caring, yeah. and my God, is it liberating! So that, that to those of you watching, that is where I am coming from. I just, I, I just wouldn't care because I don't view the two related. Mm-hmm. I think if you are in love with somebody, the sex is going to be better.
1: Great on that for
0: sure. Okay. Yeah. As opposed to like, like I'm just like oh, I'm drunk and I'm yeah, having sex with a night. you know whatever, uh, but. I still can enjoy it. Let yeah. me see what's going on here in this. Uh, Walrus King says I'm joining late, so he's probably confused. Yeah, uh, yeah. Brian Hensch. I'm going in. Is it descending order when you start from the newest to uh, the? Brian Henschens yeah. here. Good for Kevin Miller for getting this sort of action in his mid fifties or maybe early seventies. <laughs> it's a good little drop in. Stephen, is it Kilker Jackson? Says Jackson looks like Lucius Malfoy.
1: Draco Malfoy was. Uh, I, I, I'm not, like, that deep into Harry Potter lore. I don't know oh, is this, is this Harry
0: Potter? Is that what we're on Draco about? Malfoy was... Uh, oh, the, the character, like, Harry's nemesis?
1: Yeah. Real slick-back
0: blonde yeah. hair. Huh, I've been, that's interesting. I've, I've been compared to Draco. To I don't know anything about Lucius. I know Draco. Uh, the Pope says, hey, boys, good-looking men there.
1: Damn straight.
0: Daddy <laughs> B. Cookin' says, oh, hey, pigs. What's up? Um... Trying to see if anybody else is uh, commenting on the uh, option. It looks like pe- it's interesting that nobody's really saying anything. Maybe more people are on board.
1: <laughs> Maybe hey. you know, because
0: I would imagine saying what I'm saying that would not necessarily be. Yeah, I would say
1: you're in the minority.
0: I bet. I bet. I'm. I'm definitely in the minority. I believe that. But then you also have the minority, but then willing to say it. Oh, you see what I'm saying? Super minority. Right. So even when people are using mostly anonymous yeah. names, minus Bull Executive Brian Henson. Yeah. Shout out uh, to
1: Brian for being.
0: Yeah, you know, and I believe forward. Jake Reynolds. Yeah, uh, I'm on board with no buy stuff. That's from Brad. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, I want to make it clear. My understanding on this is, which maybe is not fair, is that there would not be you interacting with the gentleman. Yeah, you know that yeah. this is simply the you know. But then, but then of course, when I'm thinking of the MFF, I'm assuming that there is girl, girl. It's very unfair. It's very hypocritical. Quite yeah, a double standard, I that, really. I Uh, sorry, Tim, it's difficult to speak when my future son-in-law is sitting there looking as beautiful as ever. That's from Daddy Be Cooking. This guy really likes you and wants to be your father-in-law?
1: Yeah, that's nice, but, you know, again, just not really looking for extra parental assistance. This is a father-in-law. Yeah, I don't know anything about your daughter or son, I guess.
0: Not positive. Good for you for including the possibility of the son. Oh, yeah. Uh, Walrus King says, not totally confused, but having been in some involved in a bit of couple situation, I understand. So I guess he's saying he's been involved. in." Yeah,
1: and, I, I, and I'll i say this, and I don't want it to come off. It's just like where I am in my, my, my sexual orientation fluidity. I don't know how comfortable, and this is because I've never been in this situation, so maybe I would be and I just don't know it. But, you know, let's say two strangers, one female, one male. I don't know how randy I'm going to get it Based on the proximity I am to another man who's also very randy.
0: Yeah, it wasn't a problem. I didn't it, it just it, I didn't think about it. Yeah, yeah. I guess I probably saw his love. Well,
1: you definitely did when the gentleman was on the office chair.
0: Mm, no, because it was very dark. And you it just, just was, it a was a quick look. Probably when he rolled it was hardwood floors. <laughs> Hope that cut doesn't come off as a brag. No, and in Clayton, yeah, six three one oh five. But it was a condominium, I mean. Yeah. And uh and I'm, I, I don't know why. I mean, again, I mean, this is three in the morning, low so many years ago. And I'm like, son of a bitch, he's beating off. Yeah. But I don't think I said, oh, let me see what's doing. Right, right, right. I think I probably just noticed, like, the shadow light figure and the, the angle at which he— and then the probably right arms activity. I don't know if he was a lefty, you know. you never yeah. know I don't want people discriminate, it. right, yeah. Maybe he was doing the stranger.
1: <laughs> uh, buy a nickel for every
0: time. <laughs> stranger. So uh, what I say to this email is, I say go. I mean, I, I, I'm green means go, Ray King. <laughs>
1: yeah. I, what I would say is, if it's going to affect how you view your wife in the future based on what could happen in the MMF, then don't risk it. If, if, now, what do you mean by that? Because he says he he's might he doesn't feel comfortable watching his wife have sex yeah, with another yeah, man. Yeah. If that is going to
0: yeah, I mean if that that. And here's the other thing, by the way, and this to me is this is an important uh, distinguisher. And I would imagine those of you who have children know exactly their children. I'm not saying their children involved. Therefore, you now must all be eunuchs. I'm not saying that. I'm saying you are bringing in other people to the party. And I'm not talking about the MMF and the MFF. I'm talking about if something were to get fucked up. Right that. now, you've potentially got kids, so There's that's that, that's, that's 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 what I'm saying. So it just depends on your comfort level. Yep. But I, it's just it's so it's not it's not I don't want to say it's so easy because it's not even tough. It's not even a sweat. I just don't care. It's just it's just sex. It's just it's whatever. Yep. Now, you bring and that's why I bring in the thing about ask her if it's all right to kiss me. I'm like that, as weird as that sounds to me. That's the first time where you're getting into cheating. Mm -hmm. As weird as that may sound, because now, even though my significant other is on the other side of me when this took place, I mean, literally probably touching me, now it's like, now now we're breaking the, like, trust that we have. Yeah. Well, not we, but she was breaking that by, like, saying... But, I mean, in fairness to her, she didn't just do it. She asked, but... That so in other words, everybody's consenting to this and everybody understands what it is. That yeah. this is not, hey, we're all interested in now having a relationship. It's just we're just gonna fuck yeah. and this is kind of our thing and it's a one-off.
1: Yeah, gotta be on the same page.
0: <sighs> yeah, I say go. I hope he does. Yeah. Well let
1: definitely let us know what happens.
0: Yeah. I mean that's kind of mandatory. I'm trying to see what's going on. I guess it doesn't matter why the, the best friend thing fell off, but it isn't because of that incident that took place a few years ago. I'm rereading that part of the email as, as we sit here. So it happened, but nothing happened again with Lauren.
1: Yeah, definitely seemed like the... the... She
0: regretted it. Now, that's that part's interesting. I got to go over that. If she regretted that, but maybe she regretted it because it was her best friend.
1: Yes, that's that was how I interpreted it. Okay. I get that. Sure. I mean, holy shit! Yeah, changes it changes the dynamic completely.
0: I would like to make an announcement today.
1: Oh, okay. Here, I'll patch up a little.
0: Yeah. Thank you. If we are friends, in any capacity, we won't be having sex together.
1: All right. And that's blanket statement.
0: It's a blanket statement. That that goes for my compadres and my wife's friends. We will not be having sex together. Okay. I hope that doesn't ruin the day yeah. for anybody, especially on a Friday. There. I, that's kind of what I worried about, <laughs> <laughs> so I really hesitated yeah. to say it.
1: People throwing up, throwing up their walls. Damn it! Not sleep. With
0: yeah, uh, Daddy be cooking. Just kidding. The age gap is way too wide. I just hope that my daughters grow up to marry a gentleman as polite, cute, smart, and taut as our sweet baby boy Jackson. That's Daddy be cooking. That's
1: such a wonderful sentiment. And oh, you liked
0: before. it? I thought you were going to like ask to have him removed.
1: No, I said those are all compliments, and they're uh, you know you know that's a very nice thing to say.
0: It is wonderful. I'm glad you I take it as such. That. I'm 15 minutes behind, but this is incredibly hot and naughty. That's from yeah. KG and O Town. Just
1: just keep you know keep your hands on your sweatpants there.
0: Uh, the Pope, who defeated me in the Fan Page Club Championship, boy, and I'm furious about. Gone. But boy, God, can he put You just tip your cap when yeah. something like that Beth. happens. Uh, my main issue is that I'm not sure my sexual prowess extends past one person. I've never had a complaint, but I also don't want to open the floor to feedback.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's a that's a the Pope bringing the heat.
0: And then your guy Noah WK says Burke has great MMF takes.
1: Thank you, thank you. I'm gonna put that on my resume. Hey,
0: yeah, yeah, if you want to take Smith on MMFs, uh, come on in. The that's water is shit. warm. I got a bunch more. I kind of, but how long have we gone? I'm, I'm, I'm half ready. an hour. I,
1: if, okay, that's if, a good. If I can make a request, just because I, I, I feel like I'll get blue balls. You said during the show that someone emailed you about a character. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Character. Let me wanna, go to the okay. QFTA file okay. here. I'm guess who? It, I'm gonna write. All right, go down, ahead and
0: guess. I got the email up.
1: I'm gonna, I'm gonna write it down. Okay. And I'm gonna so that there's no nefarious things oh. here. Uh, uh, all right, give me one moment.
0: All right, Tim, read it. Matt Damon's character in *The Departed*, Colin Sullivan. What in the fuck are you showing me? Look at what you just showed me. Oh, down there. I mean, you realize yeah, what you showed bad. me, okay? Matt Damon in *Departed*. I can confirm it. Yeah, Matt Damon in yeah. *Departed*. I never picked up on that.
1: Yes, the answer is yes.
0: And you you are now confirming it. Would you write the well, screenplay?
1: No, 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 no. Um, I'm not confirming it by any means. But that is a theory out there that is Matt that Damon's right? character, because he's living this fake life. You know, he's a rat for another rat. Jack spoiler so, alert yeah if you haven't seen 2006 is the part that it, it's a that's a great my opinions changed on that a lot over the years i used no, to not really love it and after watching it a couple more times it's fucking outstanding.
0: yeah i i, I enjoy it more now than i did when i first watched it i really
1: well. really love it and uh so yeah he's like leading lead leading this fake life you know where he's uh a cop but he's 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 always just putting on a show and so with vera farmiga the lovely vera farmiga
0: kind of looks like julia ann
1: a little bit a little bit uh, they're in a relationship, but they, it comes up that they're not having sex because he is not able to get hard. And so if you're wow. leaving this whole situation where he leads this fake life, it's not out of the realm of possibility that he's leading on the fake life that he is heterosexual. And that's, wow. pl- that's a dichotomy. Is that all
0: we got is just that he can't get hard? And is that it? Is that the only time yes, that's ever and touched Yes. at the on?
1: end, well, Vera is pregnant at the end, but there's a dichotomy because Leo's character is the opposite also putting on a show, and he's always, always hard. Right, always putting on a show. You know, he's also a double agent for the police, and but he can have real raw emotion, which Matt Damon's character is not capable of having, due to a number of reasons. But he has sex with Vera Farmiga,
0: and An impregnates her. Is that, that is, Vera Farmiga's baby
1: uh, well, father? If, if Matt Damon's not getting hard in the movie, and we've seen. In a scene that plays, and Com- we
0: sh- we see his limp cock throughout.
1: <laughs> Unfortunately, not Marty left that out. Even though there is a dildo out of nowhere in that movie, and then Jack Nicholson just well, maybe thro- it
0: was just rogue on the set.
1: And then Jack Nicholson just throws coke at women, like that's a thing people do. But either way, um, uh, Leo has sex with her, and it's theorized that if Matt Damon's character can't get hard. And she is pregnant, and we know that she's had sex with Leo while comfortably numb by Pink Floyd Plays. Mm. Great song choice, Marty. Yeah,
0: 2007 Sopranos as well, Christopher.
1: Yeah, really great stuff. Uh, It's safe to assume that that is Leo's child and not Matt Damon's. But either way, he gets laid out, so I guess we'll never know.
0: Wow. And Leo. So that's a cock. Leo got
1: both of them, yeah. Neither of them survived. Yeah, oh yeah. Has to be. I would agree with that, 100. So we just find cuck right yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. So yes, I'm. I, right when I thought when you said that during the show, I couldn't think of it, but I remember talking to of Yeah, this yesterday. is this is
0: the email, and I mentioned it to you. I don't know when if I mentioned it on TMA Balloon Party, probably not Balloon Party, but uh, unfortunately, yeah. QFTA for Jackson. Jackson, yesterday you quoted Matt Damon's character in The Departed, Colin Sullivan. The Departed is my personal favorite movie of all time, wow. and I'm curious if you're aware of the theory claiming that. His character is a closeted homosexual in the movie. It sounds dumb, but if you rewatch it with the theory in mind, you'll notice how awkward he is when the subject of women or sexuality comes up. Maybe you've heard this theory already, and if so, what are your thoughts? If not, I'd highly recommend reading some Reddit threads yep. and rewatching. That's all. And then there's a picture of Meryl Streep from The Devil Wears Prada.
1: Mudjack hmm. uh, Mike with the film it, that uh, came out the next year. Uh, yes, yes. Well aware of the theory. <laughs> have watched it with that context. And yes, I can absolutely see where people are coming from, from it with
0: hey, it. Hey, Tim, I love the idea of QFTA daily. And that's all I really wanted to say about it. I'll be listening today. And most days you or Jackson upload it. Thanks and tell them good luck in 2024. That comes from James Phillips. Oh, yeah. QFTA daily. Love it. Yeah. catching on. Yeah. Yep. Uh, this one from Cuck Hey, boys, first off, absolutely loving the Daily QFTA. I hope it continues for a long time. Secondly, I'm also looking forward to the last episode of the JFK podcast. I really want, like, when like I start talking about it, and then, and then Doug starts, like, the things that Doug brings up, the podcast has have, have just proven. So then it's tough for me, but I know that most of the audience hasn't listened to the podcast. And for the record, the name of the podcast is, let me pull this up. Let me just text Bill.
1: By the way, I'd be remiss to not mention that on the day we got the erotic story, this is the
0: 600th episode oh, of the Tim Show. How about that? Yeah, yeah. Wow, so that's fitting.
1: Episode 600.
0: It's Solving JFK? I can't fucking find it because it's not. It's still in my libraries. I've listened to them all. Oh, gotcha.
1: Fuck. You Apple Podcasts or Spotify?
0: Apple Podcasts. Me too. Uh, anyway, so, so, so Doug and I are in the same page. Well, Doug's, Doug's opinion is that Oswald wasn't the only one involved, and my opinion is that he didn't even shoot him. Mm-hmm. I don't even think he fired a shot. Yeah, I think, and he- that's why I dug into this more because that was my read. And it's interesting how when I espouse this, it sometimes really gets uh, not not like angry emails, but passionate emails, I suppose, from people like, "Hey, look at this. This proves that the Warren Commission or whatever." I'm just like, "There's there's nothing there's nothing for anyone, you, my wife, whomever, to discuss with me about this because it is solely." My opinion is based on my intuition of judging involuntary behavior, which is how I, you know, not like I've got some superpower. Once you're kind of trained to look for it, that's how you can get reads on people. And it's all about the fucking bizarro world fact that the press was interviewing Lee Harvey Oswald and the reaction that he had in that split second to being charged with the murder of the president. And it wasn't just like, what the fuck? And it wasn't like it wasn't like I'm guilty. I've been caught. It was it was like, oh, fuck. Like it, it then hit him. Like yeah. he knew something was going on because as if you listen to this series of podcasts, and it, it'll make sense. That's what I've gotten out of the podcast more than anything else. That there was a way to put him in the Texas Book Depository. There was a way to have the motorcade go through Dealey Plaza. And how this all came. And you go, holy shit! But it all kind of. Makes sense when you realize the parties who were involved, yeah. Uh, per the theory of this, but either way, my read is not you can send me any links you want, any videos you want, it's all wonderful, it's great. And I may respond, Thank you for sending this to me. I won't read it, I won't watch it. It's and it's not because I know, I'm just telling you, it, this is my own Lee Har. My everything for me is based on that reaction. Now, if Lee Harvey Oswald is a wizard and he knew that he was going to be asked by a reporter if he was charged with, that he had just been charged with the murder of the president, Uh, and he knew how to react, like, dumbfounded and, like, couldn't believe it, and then also, like, motherfucker, all in, like, that expression, which is the read I get, then, God bless Lee Harvey Oswald was a, you know, intellectual marvel. But that's not it. And that's why, like, Iggy, I think, was really surprised when I said, no, I don't think he... I don't think he had a gun. I don't think he pulled the trigger. I don't think, you know, I mean, I mean, I suppose maybe he had a gun and he could have brought it to the Texas Book Depository, I suppose, theoretically. But I think he was just, I think he was what he said he was, which is a patsy. Yep. That's what I think. Yep. And I hadn't really had a passionate opinion on this topic my entire life up until, in part, sound story interviews where we talk about the JFK assassination, not because I'm like, hey, what do you think? You think you did it? It's because it's a substantial moment. Most of the people I'm interviewing were in grade school or high school when it happened. And so they remember that vividly and then also remember how their opinion on the world changed after that day. Yeah. And uh, kind of being the end of the innocence. And so I just happened, my mother-in-law actually wanted to watch this National Ge- Geographic thing that came out, I guess, probably in November with the 60th anniversary of it. And so I'm like, oh, I love watching documentaries. I'll watch it. And that's when I saw Oswald's reaction to that question. Because at the first, I'm just like, what in the fuck? They're allowing the guy to do a press conference? I mean, can you... it's tough enough to, like, get John Mazalek to do a press conference. Now the guy who shot the president's doing okay. You know, and clearly he's been getting his ass kicked in the questioning. You know, I mean, I assume everybody's going to agree with that unless you just thought he got beat up the day before, but whatever. Yeah. And... And his reaction, and it, and it wasn't like he, like he hears it and he goes, I, and he just shakes his head like, motherfucker, like son of a bitch, now it's all together. Yeah. And, and, but then he goes on the run, and going on the run indicates to me that he knew something. Uh, he knew he'd been warned about this. Yeah. It wasn't just like a blind thing.
1: Yeah. Everything so, that happened afterwards makes you think that Os- this is not the first Oswald had heard about the conspiracy to right. kill the president. Doesn't mean he, fired any shots but there's a, i feel like there's a reason that he the rap all went on him when yes. you look at the evidence it seems like there was more than one person involved in this whole situation Yeah.
0: so anyway um god i can't remember who i think it's called who shot jfk And the final episodes coming up anyway this i haven't even read this whole email here uh it seems that you were on the same page as me that oswald didn't pull the trigger i'm of the opinion that the cia was absolutely involved and probably did it Uh, Not just knew of the plot, but also set it all up. See, when it comes to that, I don't know on that. The only thing, the only premise I am operating, and again, it's not even from certainty. I could be completely wrong. Let me make that clear. I do not believe Lee Harvey Oswald shot the president. There's the period. I have no idea on who really did or who else was responsible. Certainly, this podcast presents theories, and the theories are the CIA and the mob were working together. Yep. Um, but with that all said, I have no idea on that. All I'm doing is, again, basing it off of that instantaneous, uh, read. It's essentially how you can pick off when somebody's lying to you, I guess. And it's not to say that that's perfect because some people, as I think you made reference to on Balloon Party, know the tells you're looking for and then know how to give off false tells. Uh, and that's when you're talking about thought level and it gets into a whole fucking abstract world that's probably boring for people, but that's how people... Wizards run circles around people, uh, stipulating that eventually comes out that our own government killed a president that was striving for peace with our "quote unquote" enemies. I know that is a big leap to make. I do not think it will come out. You think it'll ever come out? No, I don't think it'll come out. Well, you d- you just missed it right away. It's
1: been kicked down the can like ten times. Uh,
0: kicked down the road. I should say. How does it change your opinion of the United States, past and present? Knowing or assuming, I should say, that our own government lies to us and assassinated our own president. Who is actively trying to pursue peace with Cuba and the USSR really takes me to a dark place. Would love for you to expand on this and give your thoughts and opinions on the topic. Well, I this is this is a case of, and I hope whenever I say this, it is because it, it truly is not intended to come off as condescending. But I think I unintentionally come off as condescending, really just because I'm such a great speaker with a verbose vocabulary. Mm-hmm. I can't help but look arrogant. Yeah. You understand that, Jackson? You probably don't because well, you're not as intelligent as me.
1: Right, and self-awareness. Did that come off? There was no condescension, arrogance. Right, there's ton full of self-awareness. That Thank entire it thing. Was.
0: Yeah. It was timber fake <laughs> us. Uh, but when the, the Cuck knoblock here has built a premise and then asked a question that is not a premise that I share. So, you know, so he writes stipulating that it eventually comes out that our own government killed a president that was striving for peace with our enemies. I know that is a big leap to make, so he acknowledges that. How does it change your opinions of the United States past and present, knowing or assuming, I should say, that our government lies to us and assassinate our own president? I mean, so therefore I'd be opining on a monster hypothetical. And I don't necessarily think it was like the Senate and the House, you know. And I don't think it was
1: much voting going right. on here. Right.
0: I mean, I just think it, like if, if indeed guys. that's the case, I think it were, you know, uh, you know. Don't get me wrong. I don't think it was a handful of people. If that's if indeed this is the case, it had to be more than a handful. But it's also interesting that any time somebody was about to testify, they'd be taken away. Yeah. And by taken away, I mean they'd go away. They'd, you know, one of the mob bosses was found chopped up. Are you aware of that? I can't remember what his name is. I've
1: heard. I mean, there's some, like, in the aftermath.
0: And that's why Ruby didn't want to talk, because he knew, he goes, if you can get me to D.C., I'll talk. But otherwise, if I say anything in Dallas, I know it's going to happen. So he knew what the situation was.
1: The autopsy was really weird, too. I don't know how much this podcast or anything has got yeah. into the autopsy. Like, there were a crazy amount of people at the autopsy. Yeah, I do.
0: I, I, you've seen shots of that with him on the table. And, yeah. like, how many motherfuckers needed to be in there? That's, there's a lot why of why are there people, cameras? Right. They're, it's like— But, but whatever. I don't, I, like I said, for me, it's as simple as this. I, I welcome emails questioning whatever— but mine, mine is not based on research at all. It's, it's based on that split-second look of Lee Harvey Oswald when he's asked that question. And so much is conveyed in that second. And that is not the reaction of a man who just shot the president. That's, that's, and then I just I put a period on it. Doesn't mean I'm right, right, but that is why I began to dug into it. And then now that I've talked a little bit about it on TMA and now on this podcast— Um, it's kind of activated some other people who share this. I suppose it may then lead to, you know, other, other conspiracies and those who are conspiracy theorists. And I don't dismiss that out of hand. I just don't know. All I'm saying is having, I just, I just don't believe that Lee Harvey Oswald shot the man. So I don't, Doug and I disagree, but Doug hasn't listened to this, nor has he watched it. Not that wouldn't change his mind per se. Doug just thinks more than one person was involved, but he thinks Oswald was involved. I don't think Oswald shot a bullet. Yeah, I, 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 I don't think Oswald knew of the whole plan. Right, As you know. I think Oswald sure. had been warned yeah. that he might be, yeah. you know, just to play
1: devil's advocate. Please, if Lee Harvey Oswald did shoot the president, he would de- definitely have some psychopathic tendencies to. Pull the trigger on another person outside of like a war situation you got to have a little bit of some psychopathic tendencies especially if it's the president in dallas and so operating under that his reaction it's tough to be like comparing it using reference points of other humans when they hear things like when you say like his reaction when they ask if they shot the president if he is indeed a, a, have psychopathic tendencies it's going to be tough to
0: be like what like, are psychopathic tendencies
1: like the ability to murder another person, like so, so then, right. then something in your ba- brain chemistry is not working right, and then you might yeah, be able. Yeah, I, I mean, I suppose if you feel problem, just for right? the
0: purpose of like advancing that, like if you're schizophrenic, right, like you're blacking out, and you know you yeah, don't even I, realize that that person did it. I'll I'll play along. Like, I mean, for the sake just, of the- just,
1: I, I I don't believe that. Like I I, I think I'm probably. I don't know. I, I I definitely don't think he was working alone. If he was working towards it at all, to think that he was the only person who took a shot, given the evidence we've seen, it's pretty tough to to think or that only one person took a shot. Matter of fact, but he might have pulled the trigger. I don't know. But like I said, if you can, if you have the ability to do that on someone else. You know, yeah, I suppose from like president. a mental
0: illness, schizophrenic is where I'm going with it, like two different personalities, and you don't even remember when you're in a state of, right. albeit all of this happened, you know, this wasn't like they discovered him a week and a half later after he was on the run. Sure. This was all in a matter of hours. But yeah, I mean, I I can't relate to that. No. You know, Michael Wellington wrote a book about bipolar, and like he wouldn't remember his manic episodes. Yeah. So. You know, I'm not, I I don't know, when it comes to mental illness, I don't know, you know, so I suppose for the purpose of that, if he just is like, he didn't even identify that that happened. Also, along those lines, which goes back to listening to this, the evidence, he wasn't even on the sixth floor, the timing doesn't work out, people saw him, you know, on the second floor having a coke calmly, you know, before it happened in addition to the timing of when everything took place and when in, when Tippett was shot, the police officer. It, that, that's the thing. I'm talking about a podcast that I realized that, God, I don't know, one out of every 3,000 people listening to TMA have listened to, like, Probably. all the way up. Th- so, I mean, it's, it's a tough conversation to have because then people just bring their JFK theories to the table yeah. when mine is based on this podcast and then also just simply the read of Oswald's reaction to that. I mean, I just look at that. Yeah, you can pull it up on YouTube and he like does a double take and then like shakes his head like motherfucker. So it's not like it like floored him, it was like a fuck.
1: Yeah.
0: You know. And just the fact that like it all like notes. at that moment it all came together yeah. for him what was going on. Yeah. And holy shit, here we go. And I'm fucked. And I had been warned that this and that's the thing. He had been warned that he might be being used as a uh, and then also it, 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 he made two phone calls from The prison, this was in the most recent one. One to his, I believe it was his wife, Marina.
1: Who was Russian, right?
0: I think so. And then uh, to a gentleman by the name of John Hurt, if I'm not mistaken. He's in North Carolina. Hurt never answered and said he had no um, knowledge of Lee Harvey Oswald or something like that. But then as it turns out, he was a U.S. counterintelligence officer. Got it. Why was Oswald calling him? Yeah. Um, so either way, uh, it's uh, who killed JFK. Fascinating. It really. I mean, it's. I, I've never. Li- I mean, I love listening to plenty of podcasts. I can't get enough of podcasts, and you know, and reading and or listening to books. But I have never had one where it ends, and I'm like, I can't wait till next Wednesday when the next one comes out. Oh, I just yeah. can't get enough of it. It's so well done, but it's really activated. I got an email from a guy, the guy who's texting in today, saying he's an assassination. Oh yeah for lack of a better term, I don't know what the, they call it. Yeah, well, I'm expert. getting a lot of emails now, on this QFTA daily thing it certainly lead to a lot more emails. Uh, let's see what he wrote. I hope sent this to your Facebook, but not sure if you checked that. So I'm the quote-unquote 215. Happy to email you. Chat on the phone. See, I'm not looking to do that. And, and that's not because I don't want to get on the phone with people. I just I don't want to get on the phone with people, but it's not, that's not a <laughs> 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 but I make that clear. <laughs> but, but, uh Yeah, I'm not looking to, like, there's not, there's not, nothing that anyone can present to me is going to change the thing that I am dialed in on, which is Oswald's reaction. I don't, that that doesn't mean, all I'm telling you is his reaction is not the reaction of someone who knowingly, it's for the purpose of your, you know, mental element, knowingly to shot and kill the president like two hours earlier. I mean, it's just not, it's just not, unless he is, you know, extraterrestrial intellect. Uh, I will say in the, assassination, in the assassination research community, there is angst about some of what he is going to present. And this is in the next episode, because he's literally going to give the names of the people he believes shot. Oh my like, how about that? Holy shit. Uh, naming the shooter seems to be a bit stunty and probably irrelevant. What matters is who paid yeah. for the bullets, and I agree with that. Big time. Uh, the best resource, and then he sends a... a link over. You can review all the release documents and review all the material from the HSCA and Warren Commission. The HSCA material uh, is pretty good, although at the time they thought it was only the mafia, but since members of the HSCA have changed their minds and publicly called on members of the CIA as the likely culprits. So there you go. So there's uh, another piece on on this. So anyway, there it is. So we talk MMFs, MFFs, and JFK.
1: Yep. Yep. Oh yeah. Perfect. Three... Uh... <sighs> Three initials. There's
0: the title today. Yeah.
1: Yep. Three in, three uh, acronyms. It was all said and done. Perfect.
0: What do we do? An hour and twenty minutes? Hour and ten, maybe today.
1: Fifty-three minutes on the dot. Wow. How yeah. about that? Not all bad right. at
0: all. Uh Jackson, have a wonderful weekend. Uh well. thank you to all the people who are getting on board with QFTA Daily. We'll try to keep it going. Yeah. And uh sometimes we'll be able to do it, sometimes we won't for sound story reasons or other responsibilities. But uh enjoy doing it. Thank you to our sponsors, uh, Longo Biggs online at LongoBigs.com, James Carlton, CarltonInsurance.net, Mark Hanna, online at Evergreen Wealth Strategies, EvergreenSTL.com, Jamie Burkhardt, Clayton Patterson, Peter Munganess, Ryan Seiberg, at Munganas St. Louis Acura, StLewisAcura.com, and Munganess, Burkhardt, Alton Toyota, AltonToyota.com. And uh, who did I leave out? Seth Goldcamp, Design Air Heating and Cooling, DesignAirService.com, James Carlton, CarltonInsurance.net, All these people make the podcast possible, and we're grateful to them. Uh, And if you want to sponsor the podcast, Tim McKernan at InsideSTL.com. Time for us to shut it down. For Jackson Burkett, I'm Tim McKernan. This has been the Tim McKernan Show on the InsideSTL Podcast Network.